At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside the VEASAN studios here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. I'm Femi Bebefe, hanging out here in Las Vegas. Been gone for a week, now back in the saddle, ready to rock with my man James Salinas out in Colorado for a Salinas Sunday, as we always do here on the weekends. James, how we doing, man? A lot to get to in the world of sports. And, and even in the middle of July here, right? We talk about you think uh, you think about July as kind of, and it is in a sense where you're talking about the sports betting menu, just trying to mm-hmm. grind out. Feel like Major League Baseball, just trying to grind through the the dog days of the summer, which we're in now. But actually, have my eyes on. I've been watching. I don't have a bet on it, and but the mm-hmm. uh, the men's final at Wimbledon, and always a good lesson for youth as far as coaching and how to handle your poise or watch a player like Kyrgios, who's got. So so much talent, yeah. uh, but be able to manage his poise where he's fighting two opponents, not only the one on the <laughs> other side of the net, but also himself as well. Always a good lesson for the youth. Yeah, I'm heavy on Nicole, uh, Novak Djokovic. I, just, I almost called him Nikola Jokic. Uh, Novak Djokovic here right now who is leading it two sets to one, but is down here in this fourth set, six to five, but leads it 30 to 15. Right now on the live market, he's minus 500 over at yeah. BetMGM and Kyrgios plus 340. But we'll keep updated on Wimbledon and get to a whole lot of stuff throughout the next three hours. Make sure to tweet at the show, at Live on Twitter, 
at Rounding Again is where you can find James. At Femi Bebefe is where you can find me. We are exactly 60 days away from the start of the NFL regular season. Opening night, Bills, Rams. Cannot wait for that. And get this. 10 days away from training camp, which starts here in Las Vegas with the Raiders. So to get you ready, we're going to deep dive the AFC West to start the first hour. On the links, we're one week away from the final round of the year's final major in the Open Championship over at Royal St. Andrews. We'll get a look at the field and also check in on what's going on at the Scottish Open. A look at the MLB card in the second hour. College football confidence meter as we assess the contenders on the collegiate gridiron in the second hour as well. But first, we begin with our AFC West. West breakdown here, James, and we start with the six-time defending champion, Kansas City Chiefs, who are once again the favorites to take the division crown here, plus 150 over at BetMGM, the Chargers plus 250, Denver Broncos plus 260 with Russell Wilson now in the saddle as Broncos country lets ride, and the Las Vegas Raiders there at 6-1, to one, the long shot in the division here. Uh, before we deep dive the Kansas City Chiefs here, uh, when you look at those odds as we sit here on July 10th, what stands out to you, James? Well, what stands out to me is I don't want to. I'm not going to play the Chiefs at such a short number. I know they've got the history behind them, like you said, the the how they've just dominated the AFC West the last handful of years, and so much of that is credit to Andy Reid, of course, but also Patrick Mahomes and the emergence of of the young quarterback. I feel like we've been talking about Patrick Mahomes for over a decade, but he's <laughs> still a young quarterback. But he's just been. I mean, he's just been multiple Super Bowls and always in the AFC Championship game. Just such a it, the the success that he's had at such a young age. I mean, we just don't typically see that from young quarterbacks, but I think that's kind of where we're at day and age. And, and credit to Mahomes for sure with the, the talent and the poise that he plays with and the leadership that he that he puts out there on the field for Kansas City. Uh, but but we're just it's a different era now when we think about young quarterbacks coming into the National Football League. It's the, the days of holding the clipboard behind the veteran quarterback to learn and kind of slowly ease and groom the young rookie quarterback or the younger quarterbacks into the league. Those days are pretty much done. It's if, especially if you're a first-round pick, you're expected to be in there starting, if not week one, at some point during the season. So really impressive to just think about the, the accomplishments and everything that Mahomes has done in such a short period of time. Yeah, it's interesting. Mahomes is the reason why the Kansas City Chiefs are going to continue to get respect in the betting market each and every year. I think the betting market is almost putting him in that pantheon of the all-time great caliber players here. And as you look at their betting profile right now, Kansas City, despite losing Tyreek Hill in that trade to the Miami Dolphins, are still 9-1 to to win the Super Bowl, plus 450 to win the AFC. Like I mentioned, plus 150 to win the AFC West. you got to lay $2 if you think the Chiefs are going to make the playoffs. The no plus 165 their win total sitting at 10 and a half it is minus 115 to the over the unders minus 105 which it understandable when you take a look at the schedule and the strength of the division but this Chiefs team let's start with the Tyreek Hill trade do you still have confidence in them to be an explosive offense with Tyreek Hill now down in South Beach anytime you have a player the capacity that has the throwing ability of Patrick Mahomes absolutely he's going to make other players better now there's no substitute for the speed and playmaking ability that we saw out of Tyreek Hill not the greatest of route runners but really it was the creativity offensively from Andy Reid and the play designs to find ways to just whether it was Hill and being able to take the top off the defense but also just getting him the ball quick outs I mean end arounds you name it just finding so many different ways to maximize the the skill set of 
of Tyreek Hill. Uh, you know, and now you're going to have to replace that with the, the, the always the threat of the speed. And I think that's where opponents opposing game plans for the defenses each and every week against Kansas City. Th that had to be one of the priorities for each defensive game plan was to figure out, all right, what are we going to do to combat the speed of Tyreek Hill as well as the creativity within the offense that Andy Reid will put out there. So many different formations and not just Tyreek Hill taking advantage of, of these multitude of formations, but somebody like Travis Kelsey and how versatile he is. He's not, I know he's listed as a tight end, but rarely, it almost feels like rarely do you see him off just set off the line of scrimmage off the tackle a lot of times he is outside the numbers on a lot of uh, a lot of the formations that Andy Reid will put out there I think that's going to be the adjustment because I think Valdez Scantling and as well as uh, mm. bringing in Schuster that's those aren't their complementary players at best that is not going to be nearly the threat obviously that Tyreek Hill was so yeah, I think so because this is a this is a team that doesn't. Andy Reid's not going to run the football. They are who they are. I think offensively, the offensive line, you know, there's going to be question marks at the right tackle. Is Yang going to come back from the patella surgery that he had late in the season last year? When will they fill that role? But this offensive line is significantly better. Uh, Femi, than what we saw a couple of years ago yeah. in the Super Bowl, where does Tampa just put an absolute beating on Patrick Mahomes because that was clearly the mismatch in that Super Bowl. So credit to, to the Chiefs and Andy Reid. They knew what the priority was over the last couple of years to upgrade that offensive line, but definitely a downgrade without Tyreek Hill in that speed. Yeah, you mentioned Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Now, he's kind of a deep threat. We saw that with Green Bay last year. Now, he was banged up a year ago as well. I think the Packers missed a little bit of his element in stretching the field there. But Juju Smith-Schuster is being brought in to be that possession receiver. But Sky Moore could be an interesting guy out of Western Michigan, the rookie that they drafted there. He's kind of a gadget type of receiver, an explosive guy out of the slot. Maybe it's almost wide receiver by committee to replace a Tyreek Hill, who's probably one of the three best wide receivers in all of football. And I think this year, it's going to be the year for Patrick Mahomes to really kind of stamp himself as one of these guys who elevates the team around him because Travis Kelsey is still a blue chip kind of caliber player there at tight end, but you no longer have Tyreek Hill to make things easier for you to kind of define those reads for you. Mahomes, who had his struggles last year at times, especially yeah. in that AFC championship game in the second half and overtime in the loss of the Cincinnati Bengals, didn't have quite the year that we expect from him, but when you look at the raw numbers, it's still a fantastic season. I think 99% of the quarterbacks in the NFL would kill to have numbers that he had last year with 4,800 passing yards, 37 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. It's almost weird that we're talking about this year possibly being a bounce-back year for Patrick Mahomes, but is that kind of how you see it for year 2022 for, for Mahomes? Well, I think Mahomes really, for especially the first half of the season, this is not a, a good Kansas City Chiefs defense. It really hasn't been through this entirety of this run. I think Mahomes has covered up a lot of the deficiencies on the defensive side for Kansas City because they continually just put points on the board and put a lot of pressure on the poising offenses to, if they had a certain game plan coming in, you're going to have to scrap that because we're into a shootout with against uh, with Kansas City and, and Mahomes at the quarterback spot. But, you know, I think that's where Mahomes feeling like last year, especially early, forcing a lot of throws, knowing, hey, we've got to make some 
certain plays, I've got a score feeling like they had to score each and every possession because the defense was basically giving up points each and every possession. And I think that's going to continue this year. I think Mahomes understand. I mean, he's signed that massive deal just the other year, you know, a couple of years ago, massive deal. And he's, I think for Mahomes, he recognizes, he understands the role that he's in as far as not just the playmaking on the field, but being the, the face of the franchise, both on and off the field. And, you know, I think there's, there's pressure that comes with that. And he's handled that. He's somebody, we were talking about Curios. He's completely the opposite when we're talking about <laughs> Curios here in the men's final at Wimbledon as somebody that understands how to channel his emotion. doesn't mean that he's emotionless. He'll play with plenty of energy and fire, yeah. but it doesn't get the best of him. He's not having to compete against himself to maintain his focus. He is able to channel that emotion, that adrenaline into complete concentration to give him the best chance to make plays. But I think he will force plays just feeling like he's got to make up for the deficiencies on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, the defensive side of the ball is where the Chiefs have been maligned throughout this Mahomes run here. They lose Tyron Matthew. He goes to the New Orleans Saints, but they replace him with Justin Reed. But Matthew was kind of the quarterback of that secondary, so that could be a big loss here for Kansas City. As for the pass rush there, they draft George Karloftis, but this defense is still not in that top tier. Knowing what we know about them defensively and what they lost on offense with Tyree Hill now in Miami, are the Chiefs justified as the favorite in the AFC West? Uh, I mean, because of the history, yeah, I think so. A lot of changeover. We know what happened in Denver with bringing in Russell Wilson. They've improved themselves there, and hopefully they'll stay healthier on the defensive side, and, and the Chargers are only going to get better. And offensively, the, the Raiders have added to their skill set with Devontae Adams. But I, I just think for this Kansas City team, you mentioned Ty, Tyron Matthew, and now he's going to be playing in New Orleans. I think that's a huge loss, not only from the, the – I think what he did is he just brought – he had so such great instincts at the safety position. Was a, was able to allow the, the the Kansas City Chiefs defense, the secondary, to disguise a lot of coverages and really help out the lack of a pass rush. Only 31 sacks from that Kansas City pass rush last year. I don't see that getting better this year. And without Tyron Matthew in the backfield, that's even going to get worse. Oh, from the six-time champion, so we broke down to the challengers on the other side. And we're going to start that discussion with the Los Angeles Chargers next year on Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Summer Special is here. For only $19, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today, and you'll get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. So sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Bebefe hanging out with James Salinas out in Colorado. James, before we get to the Los Angeles Chargers, we have a winner at Wimbledon. Novak Djokovic has defeated Nick Kyrgios in four sets. Kyrgios was able to take that first set, I believe, 6-4. So it was a 4-6, 6-2, 6-3, and then 7-6 victory for Djokovic, who wins that tiebreaker 7-3 there. So Djokovic winning his seventh Wimbledon title, and I believe his 21st Grand Slam. So kudos to the folks like myself who had Djokovic pre-tournament. He was around minus 115. I got him at minus 120, but still a nice win nonetheless here at Wimbledon. Uh, So let's turn our attention back to the gridiron here with the L.A. Chargers. We talked Kansas City Chiefs, and rightfully so first because they are the six-time defending champions in this division, and they are the current favorites at plus 150 over at BetMGM. But There are a lot of teams, a couple of them in particular, who are seen as potential contenders and challengers for the division crown this year, and one of them being the Chargers, who are locked and loaded with a bunch of talent. And when you look at their betting profile, the betting market absolutely has loved this team and what they've done since the end of last season. Right now, the Chargers, 16-1 to to win the Super Bowl, plus 850 to win the AFC, plus 250 to win the AFC West. I believe that was plus 400 in about February. So the betting market has been getting in on this Chargers team to win the division. Minus 150 to make the playoffs. They failed to do that last year, plus 125, the no. Their win total is at 10.5, but it's juiced to the under at minus 130, the over, plus 110 here. Uh, you mentioned that there was nothing really standing out to you in the division odds, but when you look at the full slate of the Chargers odds on their profile, 
What is intriguing you? Well, as far as the division, let's backtrack a little bit. When we were talking about Kansas City, I'm not interested in Kansas City. I think this is the year that we're going to see a new a new AFC West champion, whether it be the Chargers or potentially the Denver Broncos. I just think for the Chiefs, it's so they they've had a, a tremendous run over those last five years, like you mentioned with with Mahomes. But you know that's you, you can't just dominate. It's going to come to an end at some point. And I think with the moves, and we'll talk about the Chargers now with the moves that the Chargers have made. Some offseason moves defensively, for sure, that needed to happen. I think we're at the corner, they were definitely lacking at the corner spot, and were able to secure Khalil Mack to come over and be the bookend edge rusher on the other side with Joey Bosa. The struggle is going to be stopping the run. That was really the interior, that defense through through the middle of the defense, the defensive line, as well as the linebackers. I don't know if that's really improved a whole lot, but that's just not where this division is, and that's just really kind of, in a sense, where majority of the teams don't even really do much of a running game. It's, it's almost just to keep, keep some of these box safeties honest for the most part. It, it's a passing league. We know that, and I think the Chargers are built to do that, and they've built themselves a defense where you know, with the corner position with Jackson as well as bringing Mac on that other side, it's going to be a challenge each and every week for these opponents to keep up with the offense and Justin Herbert. And I think for me, that's what's been so impressive with Justin Herbert. Again, another one of these quarterbacks, that young quarterback coming in, you're not holding the clipboard. I know how he started. <laughs> he got his first start was really kind of interesting a yeah. couple of years back, right? But but that was it. You're thrust in and you got to go make it happen. And there's learning there, there's lessons to be learned for a rookie quarterback. And he went through those ups and downs. Hell, he went through his ups and downs last year. But I think what we saw with Herbert is there's still a lot there. The ceiling is the, the roof's open, right? That ceiling is really high for Justin Herbert because he makes all the throws. He stands tall in the pocket. He's got such a strong arm. Uh, psychologically, he's such a competitive kid out there that he wants to make plays each and every time he touches the football, and he's not afraid. There's no fear. I don't see any fear in him. We didn't see any fear when he was that rookie getting thrust into that early season game a few years back, being unprepared for that moment, but stepped in and, and made the most of it. I think that's where this Chargers team, at least on the offensive side of the ball, I mean, they're a the threat to score in the passing game every time they get the football. You mentioned Justin Herbert and what they're able to do offensively, but to me, I think the defensive side of the ball is why you see a lot of people loving this Chargers team. Because looking at their schedule from a year ago, their losses, they were giving up a lot of points. I mean, they had 34 points to the Ravens, 27 to the Patriots, 27 to the Vikings, 28 to the Broncos, 34 to the Chiefs, 41 to the Houston Texans, and then 35 to the Raiders in that Week 18 finale, which was the game that decided who would go to the playoffs between those two teams here. The fact that they made those additions, like a Khalil Mack, like a J.C. Jackson, who played at an all-pro level last year, uh, they still have Asante Samuel Jr. as a really good cornerback there, Derwin James, so that secondary should be much better. But also on the defensive line, Khalil Mack and what he should be able to do as a pass rusher paired up with Joey Bosa, Sebastian Joseph Day, a guy who's familiar with Brandon Stanley played under him when he was the L.A. Rams coordinator. This defensive line should be a lot more stout against the run, which hopefully would, would allow them to help get teams off the field because this is a team that if you get in third and eight or longer against them, I feel like it's going to be a difficult time to convert first downs. Yeah, I do, I do as well. And I think, yeah, because they're going to have those bookends to come after you and you, mm -hmm. they've got corners that can come up and press and be physical as well at the line of scrimmage. And they're, for the Chargers, this schedule, it's very favorable the first half of the season. I mean, you're going to open up it. I know it's a home game against the Raiders, although it might feel like a road game considering that I think there's a lot more Raider fans in Los Angeles than yeah. there are Chargers. <laughs> I don't think that, you know, this is just not a team that they're going to adopt, especially when you have the Rams winning the Super Bowl last year. But 
aside from that, then it's going to be a short week. So the first two games will be a challenge. You're playing the Raiders right off the bat, and then a short week to have to travel to Kansas City on the road on a short week that Thursday night football, which will be a great game. But then from there, you're you're playing Jacksonville at home. You're at Houston. You're at Cleveland. And we don't know the, what the saga of, of Deshaun Watson is going to look like for the Cleveland Browns. And then you have two home games against Denver and Seattle. So you think about how that first half of the season shapes out. And I think if you're wanting to get involved in season win totals or future markets with the Chargers, we know they those those numbers and those markets get adjusted mm-hmm. as the season progresses. If you're wanting to get involved with the Chargers in any of those markets, now's the time to do it because you're going to lose any sense of value after the, those first eight games of the season or seven games of the season until they go to their buy. It's a really favorable schedule for the Chargers to get started. Yeah, I think the public perception here with the AFC is that the class of the conference is the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs, and maybe some people might argue the Cincinnati Bengals since they won the conference a year ago. But can we start to put the Chargers in that yeah. conversation here? Because I'm looking at an, an advanced line here, week two. They're going to visit the Kansas City Chiefs on Thursday night football at Arrowhead Stadium. And one sports book here in Las Vegas has the Chargers as three-and-a-half-point underdogs. So that, to me, is telling you that there's a little bit of a gap between the Chiefs and the Chargers. You mentioned that you don't really like the Chiefs to win this division here because of this. The, it's very difficult to continue to have this sort of a stranglehold on a division when the other teams in that division are getting better here. But when you look at how the betting market has seen that, three-and-a-half-point dogs on the road in a division game early in the season, that, that's telling us something a little bit. At least I think so, James. Well, and and for Kansas City, I mean, they have, I think the Raiders have the worst defense in the AFC West of those four teams, but I'll put Kansas City as the third worst defense or the second worst defense in the AFC West. They haven't done much. It's a really young defense and they've, I know they've drafted and they're relying on some speed. They got some speed at the linebacker position, but these are, these are young guys having to step in and fill these roles outside on the corner at corner as well. I think this is going to be a struggle. I really see this. I'm not going to say it's a two-team race. I think it, it's still a four-team race in the AFC West. I, I, I look at the Raiders trying to pro, Raiders are probably on paper, especially offensive line and defense, the, the worst team in that division. But, you know, we, we did this a couple weeks ago when we were looking at the futures market within the divisions and we did that with the AFC North, Femi, and we're looking at those exactas. Well, I see one here. Uh, if, if I'm thinking there's regression for the Kansas City Chiefs, and it's a two-team race, in a sense, for to finish one and two in the in the AFC West. You can get the Chargers right now to come in first, the Broncos to come in second at plus eight fifty, or the Broncos to come in first and the Chargers to come in second at plus nine hundred. Do those numbers entice you? They're kind of juicy numbers right mm-hmm. there. Thinking about it, if we're if we're really committed to feeling like we're going to see regression out of Kansas City, because the other piece too, we talked plenty about the the roster and for the Kansas City Chiefs, but the schedule as well. It's a difficult schedule for Kansas City. The first eight games of the season, all against winning teams from last year. That's the first time that's ever happened in the history of the National Football League for the first half of the season for any team to have to go through. And we know Kansas City is the measuring stick for each and every one of their opponents, so they're going to get the best of their opponents through 17 weeks. I think it's going to be a struggle for Kansas City. The more we start talking about it, the more I'm interested in playing those two exactties with the Chiefs or with the Chargers and the Broncos. There you go there. Uh, based on how this Chargers team plays and how they're coached by Brandon Staley, we got about a minute left here. Uh, they like to gamble. They like to go for on these four downs. So from a game-to-game standpoint, how are you going to bet this team? Because I almost think that taking the points sometimes might be useless. You might want to just bet them on the money line because oftentimes they're making those high-variance decisions that can swing the game in a massive favor. 
Yeah, we'll see how many of those games are actually underdogs. You mentioned the Thursday night at Kansas City, and Kansas City is always going to get that respect in Arrowhead on a, at a night game for sure. But, yeah, I think points are going to be – forget the points, forget the key numbers when it comes to the Chargers. Yeah. This is, I don't know if they'll kick any PATs. They're going to be <laughs> going for two, chasing for two, and going for fourth all season long. Yeah, no, they're an interesting team. I, I like how they go about their business, and I'm fascinated to see if it can all come together or if it's too much too soon for the Bolts. On the other side, we go to James's neck of the woods, talking Denver Broncos here in the Rocky Mountains. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN will be broadcasting live from NBA Summer League now through July 17th. Catch The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, live from the NBA Summer League every weekday. We'll also have special guests, exclusive content, and live updates all throughout VSIN shows. For more, follow us at VSIN Live on Twitter and at VSIN Live on YouTube. Make sure to catch that out. Summer League is always a fun time around here in Las Vegas. A lot of uh, dignitaries in the NBA circles roaming around Sin City. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Femi Bebefe hanging out with James Salinas. James, the Denver Broncos are a very fascinating team because for a couple of years now, a lot of folks have felt this is one of the better rosters in all of football. All that was missing was a quarterback after years of the Drew Locke experience, a little Teddy Bridgewater sprinkled in as well. Here comes Mr. Unlimited from the Pacific Northwest to the Rocky Mountains. Russell Wilson now with the Denver Broncos as the Broncos are seen as one of the contenders in not only the AFC West, but in the entire league right now at plus 260 to win the AFC West. But with Wilson's addition, how high can this Broncos team go in 2022? I think Wilson, not even talking about what we know he can do on the field and how he plays and his playmaking ability both in the pocket and outside of the pocket, but I think for Wilson, he understands his role is far bigger than that. He has got to be the leader of this team in the locker room, on the field, and out in the community. He's done a great job of ingratiating himself in a very short period of time out here in Denver, Femi, to 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 put himself in a favorable position to where he's going to get that support. And and the, the fans have been eating it up here in Denver. And so really, you know, it's a mature, he's a mature individual. We know that. And he's been a mature individual since he came into this league a decade ago uh, because he's had to, everything he had to get, every, he's had to work for everything. And he's a tremendous talent and a great athlete, but you know it's it's between the ears that I think I'm so impressed with what we've seen out of Russell Wilson over the years, and and the, he's done nothing to dissuade me from that fact in the short period of time since he's moved here to Denver, and I think coming here now and being that leader. You know, I think he sets a standard. He, th he sets a standard of professionalism at the quarterback position. And as that leader, that's for everybody else to follow. So he is going to, when he comes out there for practice, you name it, OTAs, minicamp, preseason, all that, he is going to bring professional effort each and every time he steps out there on the practice field as well as the game field. And I think that's something that the that has been lacking. You mentioned all the different quarterbacks. There's been a long list of quarterbacks since Peyton Manning retired after that 2015 season when the Denver Broncos won Super Bowl 50. And it's just been swing and miss, swing and miss. And they keep going after these talented folks, but that's the the there's the you know those intangibles when it comes to character and how do uh, who's a player that 
other teammates are going to follow, and that is Russell Wilson. He leads by example with his effort and professionalism each and every day, and that's what the, I think this team is so excited about. The players are so excited about having Russell Wilson on board. Then you get into all the playmaking ability, what he's going to be able to do, and it's not all going to have to fall on his shoulder. Femi to, mm-hmm. well, it's all on Russell Wilson. The way that it is in Kansas City where it's, all right, Mahomes, we got a bad defense here. You're going to have to go make each and every throw. You're going to have to take chances, and you're going to have to gamble because we're going to end up having to give the if – we, if we don't score, we're going to have to give the ball back, and now we're going to fall behind. That's not the case here. Dallas, you, you mentioned Denver, Femi, and the talent on both sides of the football. This is a very talented roster. I, I think the offensive line is more talented rushing the football than throwing uh, or pass protecting, but I think that's where with, with Melvin Gordon – coming back and more so I think we'll see Javante Williams last year's second round pick at the running back spot I think we're going to see him featured a lot more this year because that offensive line for Denver Femi it can get nasty when they want to run they are some plow boys up front and they yeah. love to they love that rushing game and they're going to be it's not just going to fall all on Russell Wilson to have to go throw the ball 35 40 times a game it's interesting because Russell Wilson, I covered him when I was working in Seattle. I'm very familiar. I'm from that area, so I'm familiar with the sentiment around Russell Wilson in the Pacific Northwest over the last decade here. And you look at his stats from a year ago where he had the mallet finger injury. <clears throat> he got hurt a little bit and missed quite a bit of games. But he still was able to have a productive season, 25 touchdowns, six interceptions. And when you look at the Broncos betting odds for this year, it almost feels like to me at 16 to 1 plus 850 to win the AFC, uh, minus 140 to make the playoffs, plus 175 on the no, their win total sitting at 10 and a half, but it's juiced to the under. It almost feels like Russell Wilson's a little underrated. As crazy as that sounds right now, just because the last time we saw him, he wasn't his usual crisp self there. And not to mention, Russell Wilson has never received an MVP vote in his 10 year career. Do you think Wilson's a little underrated? And could this Broncos team? almost be a Rams of 2022 here when we saw Matthew Stafford go from Detroit, then elevate the Rams to being Super Bowl champions. Could this be a similar situation with Wilson going from Seattle and now coming to Denver? I don't think the roster is as good as the Rams roster was last year. I, I need to see these young receivers. They they got to prove it. You know they have they've spent a lot of draft capital on the receiving core over the last few years with with Sutton and Jerry Judy and Patrick as well. And these are guys that that you know it, it's that's hard to say because they've been playing with such bad quarterbacks. Now you're going to get uh, you know you're going to get a, a an All Pro quarterback here with Russell Wilson, who I think is going to elevate the play of all those receivers, and they're not going to feel like they're, you know, the, the game plan was really from week to week. You never knew what you were going to get out of the Denver Broncos because it was just such inconsistency out of the quarterback play. I'm just not ready to jump on board quite yet to say, all right, this is a team that they've, they've got a lot of pieces in place. And yes, Russell Wilson is a massive upgrade at to, to put Denver in conversations about representing the AFC in the Super Bowl, but to to make a big jump to say this is this roster is comparable to the Rams, I don't think so. I don't know if there's uh, the outside of Russell Wilson, there's still a lot of young players on this team, and I think they're going to have to elevate their play, and that's the responsibility for Russell Wilson mm-hmm. to make his teammates better. But I just think there's a lot there's there's still more growth to be had for this Broncos team before I'm ready to say I'm ready to start buying a ticket on them to make it to the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, the Rams team, they had Sean McVay at head coach here who has experienced and made a Super Bowl with Jared Goff and won a couple of division titles before Matthew Stafford even stepped foot in Los Angeles. The Broncos are led by Nathaniel Hackett. 
who is a first-time head coach here, was previously the offensive coordinator with the Green Bay Packers, had stints in Jacksonville and Buffalo. Uh, what do you make of Nathaniel Hackett here as, as he's about to go on his maiden voyage as a head coach in the NFL? Vic Fangio, tremendous defensive coordinator and has been around the game for, for decades. He was the coach of the, the linebacking crew, Dome Patrol, back in the days in New Orleans mm -hmm. and, and all those special players. And, and he's just had such a great acumen for, for defense, especially on the back end and, and really game planning, disguising coverages. Tremendous defensive coordinator, not a good communicator as a head coach, did not build good culture within, within that locker room. You know, multiple generation disconnect for Fangio as far as his communication style with today's generation of uh, just generational uh, kids, for one. I'll call them kids because I can. I've got a kid just the same age <laughs> as that, so I'll call 20-somethings kids. But, but I think for somebody like Hackett, uh, he has been so well-received because he understands. He has been around football. His dad was around football, so it's, uh, yes, you're going to yeah. step into the reins as the new head coach. So that's a lot, lot of, a lot new responsibility that he hasn't had before. But I think as far as his communication style, I mean, he's really endeared himself to, especially the offensive players there. And you're going to have Russell Wilson. It sure makes it a lot easier to have Russell Wilson on your side to do that with. But I think the voice in the locker room is a needed change. Sometimes you have to have that new voice come in. They, they have tuned out the old voice. That team, the Broncos, in particular the offensive side, completely tuned out Vic Fangio. So I mm -hmm. think Hackett coming in is a really welcome voice for that Broncos offense. Well, do you expect a little bit of a dip for the defense? Because you mentioned Fangio and his defensive acumen, one of the best defensive minds in the game there. Now that he's gone, they had the addition of Randy Gregory to pair alongside Bradley Chubb. I mean, Pat Sertan II is one of the bright young corners in the league here. What do you expect from this team defensively with Fangio no longer manning that side of the ball? Yeah, well, we'll have to see when Gregory gets healthy. I know he had shoulder surgery, and they're not sure if he's going to be ready for training camp coming up in a, in a couple of weeks. But eventually he's going to get on the field. And I think for Chubb, this is where Chubb's got to step up. He was a highly mm -hmm. drafted player, too. He's dealt with a lot of injuries in the past, and I think there was a lot relying on Vaughn Miller to have to carry the load until he left. But, you know, this is a, a make-or-break year for Bradley Chubb on that other side. But I think the, the biggest issue for Denver last year was staying healthy, especially at the linebacker position. There were yeah. multiple games where they had completely been wiped out at the linebacker core. All seven guys were on injury reserve. Everybody's coming back now. So I think we're going to see more aggressiveness. Vic Fangio wasn't one to bring a lot of exotic blitzes, and he was going to be a, a lot more exotic coverages, if anything. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to see a more aggressive front seven out of the Denver Broncos getting after the quarterback, and they're going to have to if you consider the arms race that is the AFC West. Would you lay the minus 140 for them to make the playoffs? Gosh, that's a good question. I, I think that's a – I'd rather get into the division and look for division odds and get yeah. a plus price than trying to get in. The, the AFC, the balance of power between the two conferences as far as the depth – of teams that can make the playoffs and be a contender for the Super Bowl. I mean, it's heavily weighted to the AFC. It's such a good conference. There's so many good teams. I don't like the minus price there. I do. I think they make the playoffs. I think they're a contender for the AFC West, but I'd rather find a plus price somewhere with the Broncos than just laying minus 140 to be a potential wildcard team. Yeah, you can do plus 260 to win the division, or you can go over 10 and a half wins at plus 125. But it is a difficult road for the Broncos because it is a difficult division. And we wrap up our AFC West deep dive here here in Las Vegas with the Raiders.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. On Sunday, you can place a $25 one-game parlay on any Major League Baseball game, and you'll receive a $10 free bet that you can use on any sport regardless of your bet's outcome. Log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get a $10 free bet to use on any sport when you place a $25 one-game parlay on any MLB game. Turn game time into showtime with the king of sports books. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, New York, or Washington, D.C. 
Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe hanging out here at the VEASAN studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. James Salinas out in Colorado. We're just going through our AFC West deep dive preview here on a Salinas Sunday. And we have our last team here, James, and it is the Las Vegas Raiders, who are currently 6-1 to to win the AFC West. But this Las Vegas Raiders team in 2022 will look much different than what we saw a year ago when they made the playoffs there, beating the Chargers in Week 18, ultimately losing to the Cincinnati Bengals in the wild card round. The Raiders this year, they made a lot of new additions this week even with a new president there making that historic hire. They have a new general manager in Dave Ziegler, new head coach in Josh McDaniels, who's making his second stint as a head coach after being in Denver years back. They trade for the wide receiver, Devontae Adams. They sign the premier pass rusher in Chandler Jones. And oh, by the way, they also give Derek Carr a nice extension as well. This new look Raiders team here, James, are you buying in to the silver and black this year as a potential frisky underdog? out west no because what's not new is the defense the defense is going (laughs) to be just as bad as it has been for i don't know how long this is a secondary that can't cover and i uh, love to see crosby and we know what he was gone through over the last couple years and how he's changed his life dried himself out and was just a tremendous pass rusher last year he was the best player defensively he and perryman i think perryman at the linebacker spot really found a home there in in las vegas he was a tackling machine for the raiders and they needed it because they couldn't stop anything up the box uh, Crosby's going to come around that edge, and I know they brought in Chandler Jones on the other side uh, to try to help book in some of that pass rush. But I feel like Chandler Jones is one of those guys where we, we was it last year first first game of the season in Tennessee had five sacks. Mm-hmm. I think he finished up the season with ten sacks. So it's it's kind of one of those where he has those huge highlight games, and then we don't hear from him for for half the season. But this is just not a good defense. Uh, you you think about the we talked plenty about the other three teams within this division and all the quarterbacks and the the upgrades that we've seen for for all the teams offensively there's going to be a lot of points scored in this division and for the Raiders they're not going to be able to keep up not only because their defense isn't going to get stops but this offensive line that was on the offensive side yeah you've Devontae Adams is a as a great receiver and he'll hook up with Carr they're they're familiar with each other both on and off the field from their days in college but it's not a good offensive line it's not a team that's going to be able to rush the football and they're going to be playing from behind all season long so I think the Raiders are going to put points on the board and you're going to see fantasy stats and so a lot of player props as far as the passing game is concerned for the Raiders uh, there's going to be a, a lot of high scoring games for them because that defense is still the same and it's still just as bad as it ever was for the Las Vegas Raiders family. So no, I don't see, I think this is the fourth best team in the AFC West. I don't Mm -hmm. think they make the playoffs. Yeah, right now they're 40 to 1 to win the Super Bowl, 20 to 1 to win the AFC. And James is saying that they're the worst team in the division, but those odds usually aren't uh, correlated to the teams that are the worst in their division. That just goes to show you the strength of the AFC right. West. Right now, 6 to 1 to win the division. That was about 10 to 1 early on before they made that Devontae Adams trade. So the betting market has been kind of just grabbing some big numbers here on this Raiders team to potentially surprise in 2022. Plus 180 to make the playoffs, minus 225 to miss and their win total set at 8.5, juice minus 110, both sides there. But this Raiders team, they're led by Josh McDaniels, who you are familiar with him out from his time in Denver when he was the head coach of the Broncos. Started out really well when they went 6-0 and to start those first six games and then went all downhill since that point. What do you make of McDaniels now getting that second chance? It's been a while since he's had that second chance. I believe it was 2010 was his last season as the Broncos head coach. 
Do you think he's learned from some of the mistakes he made in Denver and can be a little bit more of an even keel head coach and possibly elevate this Raiders team beyond where they were last year? That'll remain to be seen until we actually see it play out on the field and, and throughout the, the season and probably the next couple seasons for McDaniels. I suspect he has. He's been very intentional. I know he's had other opportunities, and he has passed, passed those opportunities up and feeling like he needed to, f- to not only find the right fit for him, but he needed to have that own growth. And I think he's talked about that. He talked about he was, he was trying to be Belichick. He was a young, immature coach coming in with a lot of success as a coordinator, winning Super Bowls, and, and you're there with Tom Brady and Hall of Fame coach, Hall of Fame quarterback and a Hall of Fame coach there with Belichick and, oh, well, I'll just be able to use the Bel- Belichick blueprint as who I am and that's my identity. I think McDaniels had to, had to was humbled and learned that you have to be who you are and I think he needed to find out who he is and, and learn some, be, I think humility will help you build out your self-awareness and I think for McDaniel, I'm going to assume that he has learned from that, he has matured from that. It's been quite a while since he's been the head coach and now coming here to the Las Vegas Raiders it's, I don't expect instant success, not only because of the roster and the issues that are there, but you know, as Derek Carr are going to fit in the way that McDaniels wants to. Uh, McDaniels will adjust, and I think that's the one thing we've seen over the years with New England is, yeah, I mean, they had Tom Brady for such a long period of time. You always want to have Tom Brady there in the fourth quarter to put it in his hands to go win you football games, but New England's offense would feel like from game from week to week, their game plan would adjust based on their opponent's strengths and weaknesses, and I think we'll see the same thing here for McDaniels. He's not going to be this guy that says, well, we're just going to be this spread offense. We're going to fire the ball 45 times a game, and it's just who we are. He adapt to to the opponents on a weekly basis but you know he's got some special talent at the wide receiver position I, you, you look at obviously Devonte Adams coming over as well as Renfro and the growth we've seen from Hunter Renfro in just a short couple of years a great round runner a tough-minded kid as well and then Waller plenty of talent to that the open ceiling you know an open open roof for Darren Waller as well but I, I think back to your question I think McDaniels I'm hoping that he has learned I think that's that's part of growth maturity and and I'm sure I'm, I expect that won't be an issue for him coming over here as now the, the leader of the franchise at the head coaching position for Josh McDaniels. This division, and we've gone through all four of these teams here, it's very difficult. We had high praise for the Broncos and the Chargers. The Chiefs expecting a little bit of regression, but we know they're still going to be a pretty good team as long as Patrick Mahomes is healthy at quarterback there. Somebody's got to lose some games in this division. They all can't be good. The Raiders, though, their win total at eight and a half, minus 110. Are you intrigued by that number going under that win total there with the Raiders not being able to go over 500 this year? Yeah, I'd be interested to see if we had a – as opposed to the win total, to see what the the price is for the Raiders to yes to make the playoffs or no to not make the playoffs. But mm-hmm. that aside, I would I don't think they're a playoff team. Obviously, you're going to need. I think you're you're probably going to need more than nine wins. They're not going to win this division, so they're going to have to be in the wild card. And I think you're going to need more than nine wins to be one of those wild cards. The AFC is just so stacked. But I'd look at this schedule, and it's it's going to be a tough start for the Raiders. Yes, they are at Los Angeles to face the Chargers and feel like a home game for the Raiders going into L.A. We talked about that before. and They'll catch a break playing Arizona. I think Arizona is definitely I think Arizona is going to be a bad football team this year and that's going to be the home opener but then you're going to have road games at Tennessee and at Kansas City on a Monday night sandwiched in between with a game against the Denver Broncos and then the worst part of the schedule is then come week six they already have their bye. 
That's an yeah. early buy, Femi. This is such a we know an extra game, seventeen week, seventeen game season. That's a grind. It's a it was a grind through sixteen games. Now you're going to have your buy after just five games. You're going to have twelve straight games after that fact. And the way that they close out their season, I mean, you look at the last six weeks of this schedule for the Raiders. You're hosting the Chargers, then you're at the champion Rams, hosting the Patriots at Pittsburgh on a Christmas Eve night on a Saturday night there in Pittsburgh. Whether We'll see them getting better throughout the season and then finish up against San Francisco and Kansas City. That is a brutal schedule. I can't find in the midst of that. I can't find nine wins here for the Raiders. I would definitely be looking at the under. Yeah, the under right now is minus 110. The Raiders to miss the playoffs, minus 225. So you got to lay a little bit of lumber there to bet them to miss the playoffs. So we mentioned how tough the division end is here. To me, when I look at the odds board with these division odds, it feels like all these numbers are short from the Chiefs all the way down to the Raiders. Would you say that betting this division at the current prices is a fool's errand? Yeah, I would say, well, just we were talking about the schedules, and I think if you want to get involved with with any of these divisions, really dig more into the schedules. We talked about how difficult it's going to be for the Raiders early and then how it's going to close out late. Denver's going to have a very favorable schedule, as will the Chargers to start the season, and Denver's going to have a really difficult end to their their season as far as Mm -hmm. the schedule is concerned. So I'd be looking more at adjusted prices as the season goes on just because you, you have to factor in how these schedules start for a number of these teams. Yeah, I think that's the only way to go here. I haven't made a division bet on any of these AFC West teams. I've made a win total bet. I haven't made a Super Bowl bet or a conference bet because I just think they're going to beat up on each other. It's going to be very difficult. And like we saw with the Rams, there was a chance where you could have bought the dip on the Rams last year in that difficult NFC West in 2021. Something similar might happen here in 2022 with the AFC West. That's it for hour number one. Hour number two, we go to the links going overseas talking open champions. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. Whether you're a novice or a seasoned veteran in the sportsbook, VSIN is here to help you improve your sports betting skills. VSIN has assembled the leading team of insiders and handicap insiders and handicap insiders and handicap insiders and. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.